0: Go if you will. <laughs> I'm going to start in the book of Genesis. Right. And you're thinking, will you, get, will you get done? Yes, I will get done. Won't be real long tonight. I, sometimes you have those times where you just know you won't be long. Genesis 2, verse 7, in the New King James. Title of the title of the message tonight is a, a possessor of life. A possessor of life. Genesis 2 7 said, And the Lord, the Lord formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed to his breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And a man, a man become a living being. Adam became the first, and we all know this, become the first living being. And the breath of life was put into him. Now it's interesting, God had a plan and knew what was going to happen. That's, you know, that's what's so interesting about God. We walk in this parade that we're in in life, and all we see is what's around us. He's got a different point of view. He's looking from up here, and he sees the end as well as the beginning in our life. That's why when the Word says that he'd forgive all of our sins, he already knew what you was going to be doing and what you did do, and he already forgave all of that. He had a plan. But, but there was a mess up. And you all know the mess up in the Bible. I, I think it's interesting that it wasn't Adam that got deceived. You think maybe I better leave that one alone? I'm going to give you a thought on this, and I think it makes more sense than some of the other teachings I've heard. But I want to read uh, 3, 1 through 7, so bear with me. It says, now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said you shall not eat eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, that's crazy right there to me. I talk to my dog, so I guess that's all right. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God, now listen to this, for God knows that the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So the woman The woman saw the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree desirable to make one wise. She took it, it, she took his fruit and ate. She also gave it to her husband with her and he ate. All right, we know what happened then. Spiritually, they died. But think on this. Why didn't he go to Adam. Because I've always used it, hey, the woman got deceived. It's her fault. He didn't go to Adam because Adam knew who he was. Adam knew that he was formed in the likeness of God. Adam knew that he had the life of God breathed into him. Adam knew that he wasn't God, but he was as God. Eve didn't know. Eve was formed differently. Eve... If Eve would have known, Eve wouldn't have fell to it. She wouldn't have been deceived. She would have said, no, wait a minute. I've got all I need. I've got everything I need. Adam had everything. She had everything, but she didn't know it. So she was deceived, so she went the natural way to get what she was trying to get, like a lot of us do, instead of getting what God's got for us. Make more sense? Makes pretty good sense to me. I mean, because I always blame the woman, when in fact... She got deceived, yes, but it really, she wanted, she wanted to to have that. That, I mean, that's, that's, and maybe she even seen something in her husband that she didn't have and didn't know how to get it, but she got deceived, but then like we just earlier talked, then he had a plan, and he brought Jesus, and then Jesus brought everything that Adam had back to us. Jesus was the... Second Adam, you might say. And he, he came to take care of that. The ultimate deception, though, was in verse 4 and 5. And let's read that so you can, to, can hear it again. Listen to what it says. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die, for God knows that in the day that you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Obviously, she didn't know it. And obviously, she wanted it. Wouldn't we all? But yet, at the same time, I think many of us have heard and heard and heard what we've got, but we don't use it. We just don't use it. Look at, look at John 1, 4. It says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. I love that set of scriptures, 1, th- one 2, 3, and 4 there. But that word life there is zoe. In the Greek, and it literally means absolute fullness of life that belongs to God. That's what Zoe means. So when you read this scripture I just read, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. That that Jesus died for and gave us by believing in him totally changed our life. Totally, John 10, 10 says, a thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, But then it says, I have come that they may have life. It's Zoe there, the same thing, and that they may have it more abundantly. Because of what Jesus did for you and I. Now, I'm going somewhere with this. And I've said this so many times around here. We have the fullness of Christ. We have everything we'll ever need. Everything we'll ever need is inside of us. Adam knew it, but Eve didn't. She did have it, but she didn't know she had it. We have it. Many of us have it, but we don't know we have it. And we've, I'm not going to quit with this until we come to the realization. We are in end times, folks. And we've got to know that when someone comes up to us and says, I need prayer, that you, you don't, oh, I got to believe, I got to believe, I got to believe, I got to believe, oh, I got to believe. You, you have it. I had a man come to me earlier and said, I need prayer for something. And, and I said, you've got it. And I laid hands on him, and I expected to be taken care of. Why? Not, for, not because of me. Because of what's in me. And I've got I've to get this. I've got to totally change my perspective, and I've said that a lot. We've got to totally come to the place that when, when we are needed, we've got the answer. Because you have got the answer. I can remember early on in my, in my walk, it was like the faith movement, you had, you just, I gotta believe, I gotta believe, I gotta believe, I gotta believe, I gotta believe. I can believe, I, I got the faith, I got the faith. Adam didn't have to work it up, he had it. Eve didn't have to work it up. She had it. But because she didn't think she had it, she put a curse on us still that we're fighting. But the fact is, Part of the curse is the churches have taught us that we've got to do things to make God happy. We've got to do things before the prayer's going to ever... We've got to have special music, and we've got to blow a horn, and we've got to do all these things so God will show... We even sing songs that we shouldn't sing. We sing songs, God, come and get me. God, show up. He's here. I understand the songs and what they're saying, but fact is we don't need to be begging him for anything. I don't have to come to the altar and cry, oh God, oh God, when God's got it and he's in me. And anything that goes wrong, he's going to fix it. But I got to know that. I've got to come to a place of understanding that. Second Corinthians 5, 17, I've, I've repeated this so I can't hardly repeat it. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. <laughs> Behold, we've become new. We are a new person in Christ. (laughs) I got two big oak trees in my yard. And they're starting to drop a few acorns. I did not hear one acorn grunting. They just grow. It's the same with you and I. Everything we've got. We're hooked to the vine. Everything we've got, the source is there coming into us constantly. We 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 I mean, there's no there's no cutting it off. There, there's no, well, I don't feel like it. I mean, when I first come up here, I didn't feel like being up here. I had some stuff went on, I just didn't feel like dealing with it. But it's it's not me. It's what I'm hooked to that gives us a source. And when we go through things in life, we, we've got to come to a place that wait a minute. If I'm if my emotions are directing my life, then I'm not hooked to the source. That nut on that tree is not going I'm going to grow. I'm going to grow. I'm going to grow. I need to grow. I need to grow. I need to grow. I need to fall off. I need to fall off. I got to do it. If I don't do it, it'll never happen. It just happens. It Does it not? New Living Translation, John 15, 5. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will will, the word will there, will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So when things aren't going the way I want, I'm better to just fall in line and let God have it. Otherwise, all I'm doing is becoming the apple that's rotten and there's no growth in me and I'm trying to get my way and do it, do it, get, accomplish it so God's happy and everything's taken care of when in fact, he just wants you to grow and allow the spirit of God that's in you just to flow and then when something comes up, you just address it like you know it's going to happen because it is. I had, I've had years on these oak trees I've got two, two years ago, three years ago maybe. Literally, my little pickup truck, Ranger pickup truck, I hauled two complete loads, full loads of acorns out of my front. It was marbles. You couldn't even walk on the yard. Now, this year, there's just a few. Does that mean God's not, the tree The tree just must not have been Holy. The tree must not have lived right. The, the tree must have satisfied his flesh a little bit here and a little bit there. So God just cut it back. See how stupid that is? We do the same thing. We beat ourselves up. We think we have to do, we have to. It's no different than, folks, you don't have to read this. You don't have to go to church to get to heaven. It's just that from the time you got saved until you get to heaven, you're not worth anything. Because the more of this you get, then the more of that that's going to come out of you. And the more the need, it, it like we just said, these kids are these kids are having a rough time in school. Can you imagine how it is now? It was rough enough when I was there. But they've got to be taught that they've got to just turn the other cheek and just, just Just forgive people and just let things go and just stand your ground. Don't be abused. But at the same time, you just can't fix that. (laughs) Greg and I have been laughing about my statement I said Sunday stupid warehouse. You can't fix stupid. These people that live like that in the world, they're just pulling from the stupid warehouse. So you might as well come to the place of pulling for the right warehouse and just doing what the Scripture says, just just automatically walk in forgiveness. Well, where does that come from? From being hooked to the vine. And to be hooked to the vine, you come to church. And to be hooked to the vine, you read the Word. And and the sap flows more and more and more, the more moisture it gets. If it's it's living next to a water source, it's going to drive roots down there, and it's going to stay quenched. It's the same with us. If I don't get this in me, I'm still going to bear fruit. But how much more fruit am I going to bear if I start walking in what it says here? And, and it's not that I have to do it, but I want to do it because I want to, I want to be that. Folks, Jesus wasn't a Christian. He believed in God. It's like us. If that's just a name. we got a lot of people that say they go to church and are Christians that aren't Christians. They're not, tap, they're not hooked to the tap. They, they don't have the source. They, they, they may come in the door and sit down, but they're not walking, they're talking, living it. And, and, they don't, they're not living, and it's, it's not their fault. It's just because they don't know what they're hooked to. They don't know that they've got the answer. They don't know that they come to the place where everything they'll ever need in their life is already there. They just got to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. And when he says something needs to be done, somebody needs help, you just do it. Because that's what Christians do. That's what those that believe in Christ, why? Because that's what he did. He came to the earth to serve. He didn't come to make a name. He had a name. He even took that name and put it to the side and become a human. But he knew What he had, he knew God was in him. The same anointing that we've got was in him. And then he left and he said, now it's expedient that I leave. Because when I get to heaven, I'm sending me by the Holy Spirit in you and you'll have everything I've got. And what I want you to do is go down the street and visit with people and when they need something, you lay hands on them and you give it to them. If they're sick, if they got a demon, you cast it out. If they're sick, you speak life to it. I could not... True story here. I could not hardly walk down the hall yesterday. My foot was so bad, it just burned when I walked. I was holding the wall, and I was complaining about it. Guess what I was doing? I was sharing the problem with the problem. And I said to John, you can ask him. I said, I was standing there. I said, that is it. My foot is fine. It didn't take but just a step or two and it was gone. Amen. Now, I'll admit it's a little bit tender. But that's because I allowed it to be abused by speaking wrong about it. Every time I said something about it being in pain, I was just adding to the problem. But when I come to a place of going, no, I've got, I've got what, listen, I've got what I need. So why don't I just take care of me? First of all, so I can do the other. I don't even know what happened for sure. I was working over at Brad's and I rolled at my... And I, I'll come here to, to play pickle, what a name. Pickle ball. And I couldn't even get up to get to the pickle. And then went to bed and I woke up. I woke up two, three times and I went, whoa, oh, you know how you do, oh, ooh, Then I, instead of saying... Instead of saying it's healed, oh, 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 none of you do this. We all do it. We take anything that's going on, and we want everybody to know that we got this or we got that. All you're doing is adding to the problem. When I finally said, Why don't, basically, the Holy Spirit said, Do what you've been preaching. He's always convicted me of righteousness, and that's what that is. And I said, said, John, that's it. I'm done. Just about like that. And I just walked off, and by the time I took two or three steps, it was better, and it got better, and it got better, and it got better, and it got better. And it's going to get better, and it's going to get better. Well, Well, don't you live under the curse? No, I've been redeemed of the curse. Why are we letting him have so much of us? Tell him, no. Here's the thing. If you say, I can't, that old law comes back on it and your body will say, yes, you're going to. Just say, my choice is not to hurt there. My choice is to be healed there. My choice is to trust in Jesus. My choice is he's my answer. He don't want to hear that. He'll leave you alone and bother somebody else that'll that'll complain. You're, You're all looking at me like, what? 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 Colossians two, verse nine and ten, says, "For in Him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in Him." See, I'm not lying. I'm I'm telling you. I don't lie. I'm telling you the truth. Acts seventeen twenty eight, for in Him we live and move. And have our being. Let me read it again. For in him we live and move. And in who? In him we have our being. Think about. Think about Peter. He comes up to the gate. This guy's begging for money. He's lame. He's down. And Peter said, you know, in our... Hey, man, I don't have any cash. I don't have any money on me. But I do have something you can have. How can he do that? It's what he's got. It's the same thing you got. Man, I I need. I, I need. Man, I'm just feeling terrible. I got the answer. See, sometimes we've got to get bold enough that we don't We don't back off when there's something serious going on. And I'm not there yet. It's like one of these days, I've told John, one of these days I'm going to get the revelation of what I've really got and I'm going to walk over there and lay hands on him and he's going to get a new eyeball. One of these days I'm going to walk off this stage and I'm going to stand right there in the air seven and a half inches off the floor. I know that because he's already told me. I just don't have the guts to fall through and not make it. That's the only reason we don't use what we've got because we're afraid it won't work. When in fact, we've got to come to the place where we know. Somebody's sick, you, you, you don't even hesitate. You just, says, boom, you got it. Well, what if it don't work? What if it does? And the fact is, the more we get into this and recognize we need to change our perspective, the more you're going to see it happen. And then that's when... The people out there are going to feel we can take these ribbons down. Because when people start getting healed of stuff that they've seen all their life and they've heard, they're going to start coming because they've got stuff that needs fixed. And when they come in the door, then you're going to be bold enough to not, oh, the pastor will pray for you. You're just going to do it when they walk in the door. Then they're going to get healed. I'm, I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. But we've got to change. I Let's just say, I'm, I'm, always, I'm talking about me. I've got to get to the place where my perspective in this is. There's nothing. There's nothing going on in the demonic force that I don't have power over. Not me, but what's in me. There's nothing going on. There's no sickness. As far as I'm concerned, we should be able to walk in the hospital and clear every room. You say, well, well, I'm not there yet. Neither am I. But the word tells me that I am. And the word is the only thing that's true. It's the only thing that we can trust in. Everybody else is going to let us down. But the word is always the truth. But we still have to step out in faith. What is faith? Faith is the subject of things hoped for. The evidence of things not yet seen. So this person's got an arm missing. And the Holy Spirit says, go pray for them. And you'll argue. Until your perspective changes to the place where all right, and then before you even get over there, the arms are already coming out. Could you imagine what that would do to your faith? But then the enemy will come along, and the next one you you, you try to pray for her. won't happen. You say, well, how come? I, I'm not in charge of none of that. But fact is, the Word says that it'll happen. So we've got to get to the place of recognizing we have got to be able to understand that We've got this. It, it is built into us. It's a part of us. John 14, 12 says, Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than there he will do, because I go to my Father. He's leaving. He's sitting at the right hand. We are actually with him in heaven in the realm of the spirit. So everything I need has been attached to me and we can go through it. It, It'll it'll flow through us. The Holy Spirit, listen, the Holy Spirit wants to work through everybody that's born again, not just you. Everybody that has said yes to Jesus, no matter where they are or what level they are, we've just got to get to the place of getting out of the way and not worrying about what happens just be bold enough to step forward and pray for people. Be bold enough to step forward and know that God's going to fix that situation. And trust you say, well, my marriage is a mess and I don't know what to do. Then start speaking life over it that's in you. And quit speaking, quit, quit thinking the wrong thoughts. We've been through all that over and over and over. Wherever your thought life goes is where you're going to go. We know this. Why not think the answer? That's what Peter did. Oh, I need, I need, I need. Well, I don't have any money, but you might as well get up. Probably didn't even want to get up because that's a pretty good pad. All he's doing is getting money. Oh, no, not really, not really. Now I've got to walk. Somebody's phone? Or, is that, or was that God? Second Timothy 2 Timothy 2.1 in the Passion Bible. Listen to this. Live your life empowered by God's free-flowing grace, which is your true strength found in the anointing of Jesus, your union with him. I think that is so good. Let me read that again. Live your life empowered by God's free-flowing grace. We know it's free. We can't work for it to get it. It just flows through us. Which is your true strength found in the anointing of Jesus, and your union with him. I'm hooked to the vine. I said yes to Jesus when I was 12 years old. Did not have a clue what that meant. Was never taught till I was 32 years old that I actually have the fullness of Christ in me. Lived from 12 to 32 thinking I'm just getting to go to heaven and I just have to make my way through these days. When in fact... We're supposed to be the ones that's on top of the problem. We're the ones that's supposed to have the answer to people. We're the ones that's supposed to have the anointing and and do have the anointing to flow and touch people's lives. We're the one that's got the answer for everybody. Love your life empowered by God's free-flowing grace, which is your true strength found in the anointing of Jesus, and your union, or your hook to the vine, with him. I have got... You have got, we have got. and Think about your daily, daily walk of everybody you come in contact with and all the problems you hear and all the situations going on in life. When we get this right, we're going to be able to have the answer to every problem that goes on, every situation. Just be up front, deal with it, and let's just move on. Be up front, deal with it, and let's move on. Let's don't make no excuses. Let's don't let the enemy say, it'll never happen. You don't have enough faith. What do you mean you don't have enough faith? Where does it say that in the Bible? He just said go. He sent the 70 out and said, go clear the mental institutions. Just go take care of it in my name. Well, that's all we have to do. Let's so stand up. Going to have a few minutes to visit. Father, we thank you. Father, I thank you that everybody here and hear my voice by, uh, by camera. We thank you, Lord, that we, we know we've got it. We just have to start thinking positively about what you've done for us, what you've given us, and what's going to take place. And, and by faith, Father, faith is that substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. We know that it's going to happen. The word hope there is positive expectations of good, and we thank you that it is going to happen. So, Father, help us to use what you've placed in our lives, not only to keep our own bodies healthy, but also to, to help others that are struggling and going through hard times. We thank you that you're the answer to every problem, every situation, every circumstance, Father. And we thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Call you blessed. You are dismissed. If anybody needs prayer, you pray for them. <laughs>